Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. What do you get when you combine simplified digital marketing, proven ROI strategies, and Metallica blasting from his headphones? You get Rick Mulready, of course. So strap in, grab your bulletproof coffee, and get ready, because this is the art of pay traffic. Here's Rick. All right, all right, all right. What's up, my friends? Thanks so much for coming to hang out with me today on the Art of Pay Traffic podcast. This is episode number 215, and I'm your host, Rick Mulready. Thank you so much for hanging out. I really appreciate you and your attention each and every week. So before we get into uh, today's strategy session, I'm curious, how do you listen to the podcast here? Do you listen on your phone? Do you listen in like the, uh, the, the podcast app? Do you listen in, on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify? And also, do you listen to it on like one and a half or two times speed? That's how I listen to shows. So whenever I listen to uh, a show at regular speed, I'm always like, man, <laughs> they talk slow um, because once I get into talking, you know, on the show here, if I'm doing like a solo episode or whatever, I get to talking fast because I get so excited about it. And I'm just imagining, you know, I listen to myself on the on the not a lot, but I listen to myself on like one and a half speed and I'm like, dude, dude slow down. Um, so I'm curious, take a screenshot of how you listen to the show and uh, tag me uh, do an Instagram story or include it in your Instagram story and, and tag me at Rick Mulready. Shoot me a screenshot. I'm just curious how you listen to uh, the show. And thank you again, as always, for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Now, as I mentioned, today's show is a strategy session, and it's with one of my students. Her name is Rachel Lintegan, and she used to be in the ad agency world in New York City. So she was in the corporate world, and she left the corporate world to start her own coaching and consulting and online training business. She recently launched a course that, as she says, fell flat where she didn't make any sales because I was like, all right, what, is, what, is fall, what does fell flat mean? She's like, well, I didn't make any sales. Okay. So during the conversation here today, you're going to hear, we break down possible reasons for why she didn't make any sales. Everything from her Facebook ad performance all the way through her 
webinar funnel. And we get into what she can test different next time that she launches because she's going to be launching again in 2019. We also talk about lead magnets and how she might launch some of her other courses that she has ideas for in 2019. Really interesting discussion, which is why I wanted to share it with you here on the podcast. Now, before we dive into it, if you're an online expert, so somebody who has an online course, maybe a membership program, you're a coach or consultant, or you're a Facebook ad manager managing Facebook ads for other people, and you're looking to blow past six figures in your business while producing awesome results for your clients, then I want to invite you to check out my Accelerator Group Coaching Program. So if you have maybe a few clients, but you lack consistency in getting new customers and clients. Maybe you have an offer that sells, but you don't know how to scale up to sell more. Maybe you're making some money in your business, but you don't have the lifestyle that you desire. You're working all the time. Maybe most of your business is done manually and requires your involvement every step of the way. Maybe you know how you can make more money, but you don't know how to do that other than working more hours. Maybe you're doing a lot of marketing activities, but you don't have a process to get clients and customers. Maybe you feel like you're doing everything all alone and just trying to figure it out all by yourself. I certainly know how that feels. If any of these resonate with you, I created the Accelerator Group Coaching Program for you. The new Accelerator class is now forming. This is a six-month program, and it's running from January through June 2019. So if you'd like to learn more and talk to me, about the accelerator, see if it's a right fit for you, DM me over on Instagram. I'm at Rick Mulready on Instagram. Shoot me a message there and let's chat about to see if that's a good fit for you for the accelerator programs kicking off January 2019 and running through June of 2019. Really, really excited about the new class starting early next year. All right. Without further ado, my friends, let's dive into the strategy session with Rachel. Um, I think very similar to you coming out of corporate, having followed your podcast for about six months, Thank I'm you. coming out of corporate. Um, it'll be two years next month since I left. Mm -hmm. I launched my one-on-one -on -one consulting and small business marketing. Mm -hmm. It's doing well, replacing income, no issues like that. Awesome. But yeah, really happy after almost 20 years in corporate, mm -hmm. um, worked for a New York ad agency, no life, all of that. Yep have a little boy who's three and a half and I get to actually see him now. Imagine that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. What I'm looking to do is to launch the online training courses now, having okay. so much background and so much information, Yep. Um, worked with major brands, have an MBA, have all of that, have developed an SEO course mm -hmm. and I launched it last May Okay. and it fell flat. Okay. And I looked at my numbers and I have no ROI, so okay. <laughs> It's one of those where I think I know what I did wrong, but mm -hmm. what I'd like to do is kind of touch a little bit on what I did mm -hmm. and what I'm thinking for 2019 because I want to relaunch the course because once I launched it and it fell flat, then I had the whole mindset issue of sure. maybe I don't really know what I'm doing, but I know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> did you, my, my first question, and I want to keep yeah. just, did you create the course? Did, did you I already did. create the course? Okay, cool. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep, it's done, recorded, ready to go. Okay. I've done some test drives with it. I've walked a few people through it, had some beta users, got great feedback. Okay. So I believe in it. Okay. And going through Facebook ads, your Facebook ads class now, I'm like, mine's on par with this. 
Okay. So I don't think it's a content issue. I think it's an audience issue. I just, I don't think I warmed them up enough. I don't think I had enough audience to really launch. Okay. So when you say so, it fell flat, what does that mean? I mean, I didn't sell any. Okay. Did you, how did, how did you launch it? So I launched, I did a small test. I spent about $600 total. Okay. My first test was for some landing page views. I did some video view things early in the year to start building a little bit of an audience for retargeting, Mm -hmm. but I got some bad advice on the video views. I was told to go for a three second retarget. Mm. That's just not enough. It's not quality traffic. So made some changes to that. I did a small test with landing page views. Yep. Ended up with a 45 cent cost per click on cold traffic for landing page views. So were you sending traffic directly to the sales page? Yeah. Okay. So there was no, so what was the, how much is the course? 500. So there was no kind of lead, there's no webinar, there's no video series. No, it was was to the webinar page. Sorry. Oh, okay. It was to the webinar page. And then I did conversion ads yep. also okay. to that webinar page. Okay. Those ran 671 a piece on average okay. for cold traffic, which seemed like it was pretty That's on good. track with what I was expecting. Yep. My retargeting is where it fell off. I had four webinar signups for my retargeting, but they averaged almost $16 a piece. Yeah. So how much traffic? So you spent $600. Did you spend all that $600? Yeah. So Between the three areas, we spent about 600 Okay. So if you are at roughly, let's just call it $7 a lead, are we talking 80-ish leads coming into the webinar that you get, uh, that you get registered? 58 signups. 58. Okay. Cool. How many of those 58 people... Well, first of all, before we go... How, what was your conversion rate on the landing page, on the registration page? Do you know? It varied. We made some changes to it. It varied between 20 and 45%. Okay. Awesome. So it was so good. Did it, did it start off at 20 and then you made a change yeah. and then it went up to 40? It, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. And we changed the image in the ads to be reflective of the image on the landing page and we saw an increase there as well. Perfect. Okay, cool. Um, do you recall what your click-through rate was on the ad? Like we're, uh, link click-through rate, not the all click-through rate. Yes, I have my data here. Okay. So do you want, are you more concerned about traffic or conversion or just on average? Uh, just give me, well, so you, you see, because you ran two different campaigns. You said you yeah. ran a traffic and a, yeah, what was the, what was it on the traffic campaign? Just sort of or like traffic average? campaign averaged at, oh, I didn't run that number. Shoot. What was it on my, the conversion? Best ones were a little over 1%. I would say my average was probably about 0.75, so it was a little low. Okay. On conversion, my click-through was 0.77. So both could have been a little okay. higher, but they weren't bad. Okay. And you're at, you increased the uh, the conversion rate on the landing page. Okay. How many of, you said 58 people registered? 58 people registered. How many of those people showed up to your webinar? That's what I was trying to find, and I it's deleted out of Easy Webinar now. Okay. I think I had 16 to 18 total. So it was around that 20% mark. I did have technical issues with the first webinar. Yep. So that kind of was a wash, okay. <laughs> unfortunately. What, what kind of technical issues? Um, audio. I had done all uh, my tests, done everything, but I had no audio on the first one. Gotcha. Okay. But I did, I did the follow-up sequence. Mm-hmm. I did the um, replay. I did all of that. I didn't end up selling. 
And I don't know if it was my offer Mm -hmm. or if I just didn't have enough people through the funnel. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to figure I think that's how to approach it different this time. I think that's what it, I think it sounds like that's what it is. I just did a calculation that's 27 and a half percent show up rate, which is Mm -hmm. good. I mean, if you're in that 25 to, you know, 40% range, you're doing, you're doing that's average. If you're in that higher range towards the 40%, you're doing quite well. Now, easy webinar will tell you how long people stayed on. Yep. Do you know that information? I do. I had a number of people who stayed all the way through the end. Okay. I had some who were asking questions. It was only like two or three, okay. but I had very small numbers. It was a first launch. Yeah, sure, sure. Did you survey the people at all after, you know, so you have 58 people registered for it. You had 16 or so show up. You had a few people um, stay till the end. You had the follow-up series, right? Mm-hmm. How many days was the follow-up? Follow-up series went a max of a week, and I actually had excellent open rates on some of those follow-up emails. Some of them were like 30 and 40%. I had one that was the registrants' non-attendees had a 60% open rate. Okay, cool. And did you happen to just ask them after the launch was over, you know, hey, so that's one thing I would do. That's the missing step. That's one thing. Well, yeah, yeah, just to get some feedback there from people, you know, yeah. like, hey, you know, un- you know, thank you so much for, for registering for the training yeah. and, and, you know, looking to me to help you with this SEO or whatever. And, you know, I noticed that you didn't purchase the program or enroll in the program. Just curious why, you know, yeah. if you could just just hit reply and just shoot me a one sentence or two sentences, you're just trying to get some feedback there. Um, and I might even do that now. I know it's been a while, but life imploded on me right after that launch. Mm, yeah, That's right about the time I found out we were moving. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> life happened. I mean, this is all super normal. Like, I love how you approach that. You said, you know what? I spent $600. That's it. I want to get get some people into it to test this out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a numbers thing. There's nothing okay. super glaring that, I mean, I'd like to see that uh, click-through rate up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, you know, this is so one of those, I. yeah, <laughs> this is one of those things where you're just looking and it sounds like you're doing it. You're looking at the stats from the entire funnel, right? Yep. So your Facebook ad stats, your show up rate, how long people are watching the webinar, what's your conversion rate on the webinar, what's your, op- what are your open rates, what are your click rates on those follow-up emails, and then what are your sales during the follow-up sequence? Mm-hmm. Generally, 40 to 60% of your total sales will come in that last or in in the follow-up there. Um, And and I mean that kind of spread out. Obviously, you have big spikes on the first day when, Mm -hmm. you know, the enrollment is open and then in the last, say, 24, 36 hours because card is closing. Generally, that's when you have the big spikes. And so you don't i wouldn't make any changes at this point to okay. to like the webinar or whatever i would look at increasing try to increase because when we look at this when we do something like this what i like to do is say okay we have some numbers granted they're not you know you don't have a ton of data but yeah. you have enough data to say okay i'm going to do this again and i'm going to i'm going to pick one or two things to focus on improving and so from the sounds of this you already improved the conversion rate on the landing page, which is awesome. Yeah. I would look to, okay, I want to increase the, the click-through rate, the average click-through rate on my ads. And then all, do you know what your uh, relevance score was for those? On my traffic ads, eight. On my conversion ads, it was six to seven. Okay. And on my retargeting, it was three. Okay, cool. So I like to look at, oh, you know, you're talking about relevance scores. Okay, those sound good. I w- two were good. 
Gotcha. Okay. And I was confused by that. So with with but. this with this kind of limited budget, I honestly wouldn't get too caught up in the retargeting. Okay. I love that you're thinking about that, but I wouldn't get caught up in that at this point right now. Okay. Uh, you want conversions as your objective because you're sending. You want people to click on your ad and then register on the landing page. So right. I wouldn't bother with traffic. Um, okay. So conversions as your objective, do all of your you know targeting out of that campaign. And at this point, I really until you start getting some traffic going, and you know I I, I like that you're thinking about the retargeting, but I wouldn't worry about it at this point. Okay. So I would I would try to increase the click through rate on the ad, and then I would say from there I would look to increase. I mean you can only go up right on the conversion rate on the on the webinar itself. Yeah. So. I'm just curious on the, on your, so it's all cold traffic. Are you nurturing? So I'm kind of a few different questions here. The the 58 people that went through or that registered, are you nurturing them at all at this point? Are you sending them some content? Awesome. Yeah. They're on my email list now and they get something weekly and I do see them interacting. Several of them have joined my group. What I'm wondering mm-hmm. is for a new launch, if I should start putting some money behind some of my blog posts and maybe do some video based on that webinar, turn that into a short video series and use that to start to build some awareness so I can start to build a warm audience mm-hmm. so that when I launch, I have a bigger Love it to start with. Love it. Yep. Okay. That's what I've been leaning towards. I would focus on video. Okay. And then building those engagement audiences. And, and what I would be doing is like just doing like quick SEO tips. Okay. And, you know, I don't know sort of what angle you're taking with the ads or, you know, what your hook is or anything like that. But a lot of people, even in our online space, Mm -hmm. SEO to them, if you're teaching them SEO, my first instinct is that like, this is going to be too technical that this, like you want to get in their head and say, it'd be thinking like, Oh, Am I going to be able to do this or not? Yeah, this is easy. Exactly. Easy SEO is maybe how I need to frame it. Yep. Okay. And, you know, talking about how easy it is for them to do, the benefits of them doing it. Um, You know, if you have any case studies, that sort of thing. Um, I do, but I have some small client ones, but some of my case studies are from the agencies. They're, They're huge clients. And I wonder if it would help build my credibility if I say I led the SEO strategy for the North Face and for Kirkland's Home and Burt's Bees and Steve Madden. Absolutely. That, okay. I didn't know if that was going to help me or if it was going to make me sound like I was too far above where they are as a small business owner. I would tell your story okay. if you're not already. You know, going from these big, going working with these big brands and now, you know, you decided that you wanted to help, you know, entrepreneurs with this or whoever you're specifically mm-hmm. targeting with this. Absolutely. You know? Okay. I've been doing a little bit of it and it seems to win clients. So I thought yeah. maybe if I incorporated it. Abs- absolutely. And it's a case of, you know, again, you want to make it relatable and yeah. you, and you want to make it, you want them to think like, oh, I can do this. This is super easy. And, you know, people need to understand why it's important as well. Okay. That's kind of what I've been leaning towards as I've been rethinking strategy and all of that. Yeah. When so- do you think you would launch again? My hope is for January. It seems like January is a good time. I feel yeah. like if I launched now, I would get lost kind of in the holiday mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, so January was my thought. And then I'm also working on kind of a marketing 101 to help them put together goals and a marketing plan. And here's all the different channels you can work. And I want to launch that one 
probably shortly after that, but I want to focus on getting the SEO one out, but work on building audiences for both. Is the marketing plan a program that you're going to do? It's going to be, yeah. It's basically, here's how you market your business. I, I, I love the idea. What I'm thinking is like, if you could create some content around that now, this could be, I think you have an awesome opportunity there for like free content, like a free series or something like that, creating your 2019 marketing plan. That is exactly what I'm planning on doing. Where's my note? Yeah. So my thought for that, for the opt-in is to do like a 2019 marketing challenge with a Q1 planner, teach them goal setting. Boom. Yes. And then go into a class. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Like, I don't know how quickly you could do this, but I mean, I'd love to see you do this now. I don't mean today, but, but in, in the next, in the next few weeks, because, you know, obviously people are planning for 2019 right now. And I see this, I see your SEO, honestly, as a natural progression from that. That's where I'm feeling as well as I'm going through this. Yep. I feel like SEO becomes that next level for them. Yeah. But what I see people really need is how to market their business, period. They yep. just don't know. So this is one of those sell them what they want, give, yes. give them what they need. Yes, absolutely. So I love the idea of a challenge. Like, love it, love it. I mean, you could run, okay. ad, you could run ads to that and then that could lead into some sort of offer. Um, and you wouldn't even have to create that. That's what that, that was why the, the first question I asked you was, have you created the course? I mean, mm -hmm. this could be... You could do a live, like a live course where you're, you're teaching it over, I don't know how long you're thinking about doing the course for the program for, but you could teach it live, record it. And there's your program. To, you got it. Yeah, exactly. And so, I've done this before because when I worked for the franchise organization at corporate, mm -hmm. this is a workshop that I ran. I taught all the new franchise owners how to market their business. I mean, this is, I mean, you got to, if you've done that, I mean, you could go so many different directions here. I mean, you could target, yeah. I mean, if you want to focus on franchises, you could, you know? Franchising is hard because they have so many regulations. Yeah, like, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there. Like, you've got a lot yeah, of different yeah. options here, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not trying to dissuade you from the SEO because I think that's super important too. Um, I think it's a building block, though. Totally, it's, yeah, yeah. That's and, where I'm coming to. And if you're gonna wait until January to do the SEO, which I think is, I, I think is a, a good idea. Okay. In, in the meantime, you could create a, a challenge that you know, creating your 2019 marketing plan. Would you run that challenge to a pop-up group or would you use the small group that I'm working and starting to nurture now? It's only got about 40 people, but it's, it's new. Is that your target audience? Yeah, it's small business owners. What I would do is I would run the challenge like to cold traffic mm -hmm. and to your 58 people that you, that you got for the SEO. Okay. While also getting them in. Yeah, you would use the group to do the challenge within that also. But, okay. but I wouldn't recommend just doing it to the 40 or so people. No, I need bigger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you have, if are, are all, I mean, obviously not all of them, but are those, are some of those 58 people that, that register for the SEO in the Facebook group? Yes. Okay, cool. So yeah, I would look to do the challenge and then you could, you know, if you're going to do, um, if you haven't listened to my episode with Zach Spuckler that I did here in the podcast a couple, a few weeks ago. I did, yes. I need to listen to it again, though. Yeah, so he, he just takes you through the format of running a challenge like this, and you could do a Facebook Live, you know, and you could do it in the Facebook group there. 
And this is something that you could do very quickly. You could put together in a matter of days. Like really, it sounds like you have all the stuff, like you have all the content and obviously the knowledge and, you know, put it together in a natural progression. And at the end of it, you could sell a literally a live training series, okay. teach it over a series of weeks. And then that could lead into um, the SEO program in Q1 of 2019. That would work because then once I get through SEO, I want to do one on content marketing and one on blogging. I've got like 900. Yeah. All right. That is what I was thinking. So I'm glad to know somebody who knows more about paid search than I do says, yes, you're on the right track. Yeah, I think this is, I mean, yeah, the ads, there was nothing super glaring that was like, you know, big red flag. I just think this okay. is more of a, let's get some more traffic into the into the funnel here. Um, pick one or two things to focus on improving. And then I think the strategy of doing this challenge here for creating your 2019 marketing plan would be awesome. Okay. What would you budget ballpark for that? I've got money I can play with. I've been saving. So how much would, would the offer be that you would lead them into after the challenge or from the challenge? My gut says it's about a $1,000 offer. Okay. I mean, you know, generally you're looking at when you're testing something like this, looking at, mm-hmm. at, at a few multiples of whatever the offer is, whatever the, whatever the uh, investment for the offer is okay. to do for testing. You know, I think if you spend somewhere in the ballpark, you know, this is a lower number, but somewhere in the ballpark of 500 to a mm-hmm. um, thousand dollars to test this out, to get people in. Um, okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is, this is a case of being super clear on what the promise of the offer is. So it's a 2019 marketing plan. Why do they need that? And what's the promise? Like, what are you promising them at the end of whatever this program looks like that they'll get? Like, what's the, what's the big benefit of it? So that you can clearly state that in your marketing. So you're treating it similar to a webinar launch in that you have the follow-up emails, the sales-related emails after... Mm-hmm the challenge. So let's say you have a five day challenge and then you go into, you know, a five or so day open cart, if you will, where you're selling this program. Okay. And to be honest, like 997 is a little pricey going from a challenge into that, but, but certainly not. I mean, it's certainly doable. So it's just all going to, it's going to be, you know, who, obviously who you tracked in there and then how you communicate and message that offer to them. Okay. Yeah. Do you think I need to do a webinar as well for a secondary audience or just launch once with the challenge and then in the future go to something additional? Yeah. I, I don't see... I, I mean, I would kind of stick with one thing at a time okay. on this. Like, So do your challenge. The cool thing is, is that as you're getting these leads in here... You know, for anybody who it's not wasted money because this is all your this is your target audience, right? Regardless, like you just said that you have all these like content marketing and blogging, all it's all Mm -hmm. your relevant audience. So that even though, let's just say that that some people don't purchase, they're still you know they're still relevant to the offers that you want to make to them next year and going forward in the business. Exactly. And, and it's a long-term abso- investment. Absolutely. And this is just a matter of creating different front-end offers like lead magnets and stuff like that where you're going to attract the type of people that you want to. So, you know, for a yeah, marketing plan or content marketing and obviously the lead magnet would be relevant to to that. Um, I love the idea of a challenge for the 2019 marketing plan. Okay. To- totally. I, yeah. It hit me the other day and it was kind of like, that's exactly what I need to do. Yeah. 
Yep. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Cool. That's it. Please, yeah. please keep me updated. I, I love what you're doing here. I, I think you're on to a very good start to this, and yeah, I think you're really thinking about it the right way. So please keep me updated on how things are going. Thank you. I will. All I right. appreciate it. I'm hoping to transition out of one-on-one client work and do more yep. of this. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. All right. All right. Thank you. You bet. My pleasure. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show today. Really appreciate it. I've got another quick tip episode coming your way later this week. So until then, and as always, my friends, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business, and then do more of what's working. Duh, right? And I'll see you in the next episode. Don't worry. There's more of RFP traffic coming soon. If you can't wait for more incredible digital marketing strategies, head over to rickmulready.com. We'll see you next time. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.